Poso maoni work, wai wanen kitanen ni mo e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamene hokihi. Welcome to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I'd like to remind people that you can send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Morning. So Vaughn, can you tell us, is there an update on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Uh, do we have any more information um, about what will happen with it? So we currently have 100 doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, but we're kind of in a holding pattern as far as distribution because the FCC or the FD, CDC, FDA recalled it. Um, and so they're, they're doing some more review on it. Um, I know Dr. Fauci uh, had said that they may make a ruling on it as early as next Friday as far as, you know, continuing distribution of it. But right now um, we're just kind of in a sit and wait pattern for that. Okay, so this week I've heard that India, India's extremely high case of COVID can cause another variant um, similar to what we saw out of UK and Brazil. Is that true? Well, right now, we haven't seen any new variants of concern uh, coming out of India, which is great. The CDC feels there aren't any new um, you know, genetic variants, variants um, that either confer a higher potential for contracting the disease or a higher you know, lethality or mortality rate. Um, so it's good to know that you know, so far there haven't, hasn't been um, new mutations and stuff out of India. Um, right now, we're still just tracking the three main variants, um, the B117, which is the UK variant. Um, and as far as variants go, that makes up about 45% of variant cases here in the US. Um, there are the two California variants, um, B1429 and uh, B1427. That makes up about 10% of the variants together. And then the P1, which is known as either the Japanese or the Brazilian variant, makes up about one and a half percent of variant cases in the U.S. So, so far, nothing new and exciting or terrible out of India, which is great news. So I guess um, what the person was trying to infer when they were talking about this is that because there's a big outbreak that can cause more variances. Oh, yeah. Always, always the potential for more variation. When you have a lot more cases being passed around, there are a lot more opportunities for you know genetic multiplication of the, of the virus, which leads to more potential cases of mutation. So it is possible something could come out. Nothing has yet that we can identify, which is pretty pretty positive news. So um, it seems like there's a lot of cases going up around the world. At least that's what the news would have you believe. <laughs> I don't know if that's really true or not, but um, is that something that the U.S. can expect as well in the future, near future? You know, there have been rises in cases. That That is correct. Um, right now, the CDC is, is tracking 28 different predictive models for how that could play out in the U.S. Um, right now, they're they're saying we're probably going to see continued uh, like a stable level of, of COVID cases. 
um, but they're not sure how that trend is going to change in the next you know four weeks. Estimations are we could have anywhere from between you know two thousand or two hundred and forty nine thousand uh, new cases to seven thousand sorry seven hundred and twenty four thousand new cases. So kind of a, a big margin of play there, um, and they they figure that will occur. Um, uh, about this time next month in May, about May 15th is where those predictive models run out to. Um, so, you know, we could have a, a quarter million new cases on the low side. We could have three quarters of a million on the high side. Um, and they're not really sure where that plays out right now. And it, it also is, is region specific. Um, so it really depends. If you want to see some of the predictive models they have, we can put those in the show notes that for a nerd like myself. They're really interesting to look at. So we can we can make those available to you guys. <clears throat> so, um, will we have to get a booster shot at some point because of var- uh, variants? It's very possible that boosters will be required in the future. Um, there's been discussion about a third dose of, of Pfizer and Moderna, but neither of those manufacturers have come out and recommended changes to the administration policies right now. With most of the cases, they've found that the, uh, the vaccines have been helpful against fighting most of the variants. Um, so they're still looking into how effective they are against variants right now. They're very effective against the, the wild strain, which is good. Um, and if you have immunity to a wild strain, usually you have at least partial immunity to a variant. And so they're thinking the, the vaccines are still going to be fairly effective going forward. So they're not sure whether or not they'll need a booster or not. Um, So is it true that getting the vaccine can help with um, some lingering effects that people may have after a COVID infection? Not so much from what I've read. I have looked into kind of how the vaccines will affect those who have already had COVID. Um, And it, it, you know, the vaccine is, it's a preventative treatment, but not a palliative treatment. It doesn't treat the symptoms. Um, and there are medications out there that help individuals recover from, you know, the lingering effects of COVID. A lot of them are like off-label uses. So they're technically not FDA approved, even though the medications are deemed safe by the FDA. So the vaccinations, not so much a recovery thing, get it beforehand so you don't have to go through any of the, the long-term side effects. So um, can you give us an update for the local vaccination numbers this week? Sure. As far as local vaccination, uh, we've administered a total of 5,879 doses. Uh, 3,259 of those have been first doses to people. Uh, We've also distributed 2,620 second doses. So how that breaks down, um, as far as our uh, elders, 65 and over, 90% of them have had at least one shot at this point, which is a pretty good number. our age group that is 55 to 64, about 75% of them have it received at least one vaccination. Uh, 45 to 54, 68% have received uh, one shot. 25 to 34, about 41% have been vaccinated. And between the ages of 18 and 24, only about 33% of our population has been vaccinated. Okay, so is there any update on upcoming community events? I know a lot of people are asking about the powwow. Um, is there any update as to whether those are going to happen or not? The incident command team has talked to the powwow planning committees and stuff, and they've told them to go ahead and start planning powwows um, with the caveat that, you know, 
depending on how COVID is going at that point, how variants are playing out, um, we may have to cancel last minute. But right now, we're having them plan those things and, and put all the arrangements in order right now. For... So are those kind of dependent on how many community members are getting vaccinated? Vaccinations is definitely one of the factors we're looking into. Um, we're more concerned about new cases and, and variant spread right now. But definitely, um, if we have more people that are you know, voluntarily stepping forward to get vaccinated, that's going to make it a lot easier to give the green light to you know, community events like powwows or other types of celebrations. And there is a raffle going on, right? Yeah, for those that were vaccinated early, the Menominee Tribal Clinic wanted to express their gratitude, and they're currently uh, going to hold a raffle. So we think the drawing will be held on May 3rd as a thank you. Um, also, additionally, starting, I believe, next week, um, we are holding or we are giving away um, thank yous in the form of uh, free plays and I, I believe subway cards for those who receive a second vaccination dose as well. So we'd like everyone to come in. We'd like everyone to get vaccinated and we're willing to incentivize your participation. Thanks for coming, everyone. All right. Uh, YWANN for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-anison.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcasts. We do weekly updates with Vaughn. We welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. So please send those to us via email at podcast at mitw.org.